With Virgin Media, you can build up the entertainment and tear down the price. Switch to Virgin Media today and get super-fast broadband and TV for just €49 a month for an awesome 12 months. The sale that stacks up. Now on. See virginmedia.ie and check out how our mobile sales stacks up too. T's and C's apply. See virginmedia.ie. 12-month contract. Offer ends 27th of February 2019. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Eat Sleep Fantasy Football Podcast. It's been a long time since uh, I've heard from you guys, so happy that you're joining us today. Coming into week 17, or maybe even you're listening after week 17, you're just hanging out with us. We appreciate it. With me today is our good friend, pal, uh, co-host of the DFS and Dynasty podcast, uh, John Chapman. What's up, man? Dude, it is a good day. Uh, (laughs) It's good to take a breath after all the fantasy championships and all the just long haul, man. Uh, It's been a fun year, but dang, woke up a little bit lighter this week, ain't gonna lie. Yeah, no, for sure. It's uh, it's definitely weird. I, I know some people are playing week seventeen, and we're gonna get into some quick news. I'll just uh, I'll do like a lightning round of quick news for week seventeen. Maybe uh, John can add in some implications heading into the off season based off some of the news. And um, we got uh, oh, we got some recap stuff for some of our listener leagues. I want to touch base on that. Uh, John Chapman and I faced head to head. In our dynasty league, on an EFS ESF dynasty league, we're going to talk about that. If you're not following us on Twitter, um, you'll know that John beat me by two tenths of a point. Uh, <laughs> cra- crazy stuff. Probably the craziest finish I've ever been a part of. I've been playing fantasy football, I don't know, for eight, nine, ten years. And uh, I've never, I don't think I've ever even seen a Super Bowl come down to what we went through. So we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, before we get started, I do want to thank everybody. Uh, it's been a crazy year. We haven't recorded and put out, an, a, in my opinion, we haven't put out enough content for you guys to really be a super valuable podcast. We do what we can. Um, we're going to strive to get better next season. We're going to do some cool stuff this offseason, so stick with us. Um, but for everybody who did listen to us, we appreciate it. Uh, we did get uh, emails. I was going to say a ton of emails, but uh, let's be honest, it's not a ton. We got I got like, I don't know, five emails <laughs> um, saying, you know, thanking us for, you know, what we've done you know, congratulations, blah, 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 like all that stuff. So I don't know if I replied to everybody, but uh, I thank you guys for the kind emails and kind words on social media and all that stuff, helping you through the season. So just want to say that really quick, get that out of the way. Respect. John, I was going to say, and I already forgot, that we were the Cheez-It <laughs> Bowl of Fantasy Football Podcasts. Hey, man, I'll take that as a compliment. Did you did you see any highlights of the Cheez-It Bowl? I, I got to see a lot of the highlights, and I was following on my phone. Um you know, I promised my wife through week 16, and then after that, in-laws, yep. Christmas, holidays, whatever else, children, you know, they don't really matter, but whatever. Um, and so, yeah, I, I've conceded this week, so I have been I was watching on my phone as much as I could, and I got in trouble several times, but just wow. Yeah. Oh, just yeah. Wow. Well, I don't get in trouble at this point. I just get a lot of side eye. Like, um, I know, you know, it's coming, the hammer's coming down. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to cool it a little bit for a couple of weeks, but geez, nine interceptions total in this game. It ended up being 10, seven. I, I'm not a big bull guy. Like I'll watch the playoffs in the national championship game. Um, I'm not a big college, not a huge college guy. I know you watch a lot more college than I do getting ready for the NFL draft and stuff. Nine total interceptions between these two teams. Crazy. It, um, yeah. The Nathan Peterman bowl is what it should have yeah. been called. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, so cheese it bowl. Uh, I want to I want to do this little wager with you, John. 
Um, I have pulled up. I think it's a top. Uh, what is it? Eight, nine, ten, eleven. I got that. And without, I, I could see. I wanted your video pulled up so I could see you because I don't want you googling this. Answer up, man. Don't shoot. <laughs> I have twelve flavors of Cheez Its here. That the most selling, twelve mo- uh, highest selling Cheez Its. I think this highest selling Cheez It um, flavors. Okay. Let I'll bet you. You need to make it low. I'm not a Cheez It guy, so I'm at the. Listen. So. Okay. Here, here you go. Here you go. <laughs> Listen. I'll pay you ten dollars for every flavor that you guess, but you have to pay me ten dollars for every one that you miss. Okay, I'm gonna lose this one, but for funsies and because I don't care about money. I'm 100% in. Okay. All right. Uh, I will give you uh, a... <sighs> why can't I Google some of oh, these? Good open, Lord. No, no, no. No, no. Don't Google. All right. So you can start. Uh, we have, we have 12 it. here. So cheese it counts the original. One. The original. That's one. Aged cheddar. Aged cheddar. Aged cheddar. Uh, aged cheddar is not one That's of the flavors. bullshit. Pizza. <laughs> uh, pizza is not one of the top selling. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> this is also known as the quickest way to lose $110. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh so uh pepperoni? Whoa, you're going the op- you're going the wrong I'm going way. The wrong here, way? Buddy. It's all cheeses? <laughs> oh, yes. dude, this is awful, man. I'm telling you, I'm not a cheesy guy. I'm thinking through all the crackers. Um what about like uh let's stay with the cheeses. Let's do a mozzarella. Mozzarella is one. Good okay. Job. So you, you have two now. All right. So I'm at two. Let's stay with the cheeses. Let's do Swiss. Uh, okay. I'll give it to you, but it's baby Swiss, but I'll give it to you. Baby That's Swiss. Three. Oh, look. You're so lenient. I'm only down $90 right now. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> um, so, all right. How about, what about pickle? What about pickle? John, okay, I'm gonna. I'm stopping this game. I don't know. You did not smile when you said pickle. I'm guessing that you were serious about a pickle flavored cheese. It. I was a lot of the. I'm a high school teacher. A lot of them eat the pickle flavored chips. Like that is crazy. Yeah, that's no, I'm stopping thing. this. No pickle cheese. It's. Uh, I'm yeah, terrible. At this. I'm not cheese. Ched- cheddar Jack, white cheddar, provolone, Colby, four cheese, hot and spicy, pepper Jack, Asiago, and then of course the whole grain. Here's my problem, all right? I was thinking Pringles. If you would have said Pringles, oh. I was mm. thinking it was like varying off of the cheese spectrum. Sure. Um, but right, uh, right, no. Right. No, it's all cheese. That's all real cheese. Cheese. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I'm going to edit out as much coughing as I can and drink as much water as I can during this podcast. Are you getting a physical as we record? I should. Uh, I probably do need to go to the doctor. So I had a pretty bad cold for like two weeks, and coming off the cold, I got a cough. And now for like two weeks straight, I've had this chronic cough. I went to the doctor, and supposedly uh, I have asthma, and she gave me an inhaler. I'm 36 years old, never had even a hint of asthma in my life. And all of a sudden, the doctor's like, yeah, you have asthma. If you take this inhaler, it'll help. So I've been taking the inhaler for like a week. It does help, um, but I think it's wearing off or something now, so... I am going to do my best uh, turning off the microphone every time I cough, and if one slips through, I apologize in advance. So that's my story. All right. I like it. Uh, really quick, let's, uh, let's just get into some news. John, you could stop me uh, if there's any real implications to any of this stuff uh, coming out of the season. Um, just, I don't know, raise your hand or stop me from talking. Uh, John Brown, questionable to play week 17. Uh, he suffered an injury last week. 
Um, but he practiced, so he should be good to go. But if you're playing week 17, maybe just keep an eye on that. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter. Uh, Lamar Jackson doesn't throw it anyway. But the guy that he did throw it to most outside the tight end was John Brown. But, yeah, this doesn't matter. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. Jermaine Curse ruled out with an Achilles injury. Um, now, Quincy Nunwa, uh did get a four-year extension this week, so – if that means anything to you, any uh, implications there? What do you think about Quincy and Nunez moving forward? Yeah, uh, dynasty Josh wise. Yeah, I, I love Josh Darnold. Doesn't play; he's a fictional person. Sam Darnold, yeah, um, <laughs> is, is actually that's playing why, some that's why I have you out on the podcast, football. Yeah, that's right, man. Josh Darnold, he's pick him up in your bowling leagues. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, Quincy and Nunez, man, he's going to be a possession receiver for a long time. So kind of a poor man's. Uh, go back to Landry, what he was doing down in Miami. That, that's kind of going to be who he is, but nothing too big there. Okay. Uh, something we kind of talked about off-air, John. Uh, Damian Williams signed a two-year extension with Kansas City. Now, Spencer Ware's still on the team, and I guess Spencer Ware will be a free agent coming out of the season. What does this mean for Dynasty or even for Redraft next year? Are you keeping your eye on Williams? Yeah, I think you have to now. I, th- I think there's going to be a committee approach, even if – you know, they bring in somebody and draft somebody in the third or fourth round, which I assume the Chiefs will do. But Williams is going to play a role. Um, you you got to hope that they let Spencer, Spencer Ware walk, and that would kind of make Williams a very viable. He's going to be part of a committee, but with that offense, everybody has value. All right. Uh, how much are we paying attention to Teddy Bridgewater in Dynasty Leagues? He started one QB, no. Uh, Superflex, yes. Um, I would put it at a better than 50% chance that he is going to be hit the free agent market. Um, now, he's on a one-year deal, and he, they've already come out. Sean Payton said he is going to be starting week 17. Um, the Saints are basically resting almost everybody. Starters to play one or two series. But uh, this is basically his audition for are you going to be the long-term backup for Drew Brees? And if he plays bad, I think that he leaves. And they're going to have to pay him a lot of money because he stayed healthy. So if you are in a super flex dynasty, holy cow, I doubt that he is available on the, the waiver wire. But, yeah, he needs to be rostered. All right. Uh, last two guys, Kenny Galladay. Uh, he's questionable this week with a chest injury. Um, if playing, he should be just fine against Green Bay's uh, defense there. And Randall Cobb is actually going to return this week. Uh, he's removed from the team's injury report. Uh, either of these guys, raise your eyebrow. Man, this is a rough game I want to stay away from. Um, neither of these teams are playing for anything. Um, it, you know, Detroit, their expected point total from Vegas is 18 points. And Yeesh. Green Bay is sitting at 26. So I guess Cobb, if you had to go anybody. But if I'm Green Bay's coaching staff, I want to see more from the younger guys. Cobb's not going to be a part of the long-term plans there. So, um, you know, personally, I'm not favoring either one of these guys. If I had to pick, it would be Galladay. But I don't like that. Okay. Next year, heading into your redraft league, obviously Adams is, you know, a uh, I'm, I'm saying an elite wide receiver. Uh, anybody else going to be rostered as a wide receiver two on this offense? Next no, year? not not yet. Uh, because again, we don't know. You know, Marquez Valdez Scantling was the slot guy when Cobb got hurt earlier, but they liked him so much they said, you know what? Let's move him outside and make him the true number two. And he has struggled mightily uh, since going outside. Now, um, you know, ESB, Equinemus St. Brown, he has done pretty, pretty well. 
But again, we don't know who that's going to be. And it's funny you brought up Adams. You know, we we I got in a huge Twitter argument <laughs> with one of my buddies Jay uh, over Devonte Adams or Adele Beckham Jr. I don't know if you saw this. No, um, I didn't. Who would you prefer? Long-term dynasty. If you had to pick one of these wide receivers, who would you take? Devontae, Devontae Adams, Adams. Devontae or Adams. over Odell Beckham? Yeah. Uh, Man, look, that's we're crazy not sure. To me. <clears throat> uh, well, listen, Odell obviously has the talent, and he's probably uh, quarterback proof. But I mean, especially I mean, look how Eli Manning has played. But we're not sure of the quarterback situation, and we're not sure it's going to get better. I know, look, I know we could joke around saying, "Hey, you know, it can't get any worse," but. We're not sure it's going to get any better. And uh, Devontae Adams has Aaron Rodgers for at least a couple more years. I mean, right. let's see what this let's see what this coaching change brings, uh, you know, coming in next season. I don't know. I, I, I would bet on Aaron Rodgers throwing the ball than whoever else is. Right. And I get it. I mean, Adams is the number one wide receiver so far this year, and he's had a hell of a year. Um, but, man, Odell, I just think, is, is a different player. And outside of the quarterback and his injuries, I don't know. I think he could be the best. You know, he's got more yards, more touchdowns, sure. more everything over yeah, Adams. I get but it. you know, I, I don't, I don't. I'm not. Uh, that that opinion is not strong enough for me to argue. I'll and tell you that. just I mean, you, you could sway me. And Twitter basically said 62% would prefer Devonte Adams over to 38 yeah. Odell. So they're sure. with you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, it's really what have you done for me lately? And you know, <laughs> it always is on Twitter. Yeah. All right. Uh, speaking of the news, I did get most of this news from FantasyPros.com. Uh, pretty good. Um, pretty good tool for those of you if you're new into fantasy football and you're not, or even if you're uh, a veteran and you don't know about it. It's a pretty good resource. Uh, not the only tool you should use, but it's definitely a tool you can have in your bag um, to to play all year. Uh, speaking of fantasy pros, if uh, if you didn't know, myself, Christian Brito, and Armando Crespo are all expert rankers on their platform. And uh, I don't know, I, I just want to throw out there really quick that I was ranked number two among all the fantasy experts heading uh, going into week 16. Dude. Or for week 16, I'm sorry. So Yeah, but that's championship week. That's a thing. Right. Like you, The fact that you crushed it when it mattered is huge. So there you go. It's, props I'm, to you I'm on like that Shaq. one, man. Yeah, I mean, Shaq did his free throws until they mattered, and that's how I am. Like, I sucked all season. I was, let's be honest, I was kind of middle of the road. I was good enough, but uh, I wasn't awesome. And then week 16 came, and that's when I hit my free throws. So, um, yeah, that's just what I do. So, yeah, number two. I think Christian was number 13 uh, week 16. So, uh, if you listened to our advice on our rankings page um, and you were up in the air, you probably did a pretty good job by listening to us, I hope. I uh, just want to throw that out there. Okay, uh, I guess I can close out this window that has all the cheese it flavors, and I can close out the news tab. Uh, let's talk about really quick. I'm going to just touch base on this. Uh, congratulations to Alcoholics Anonymous, uh, Paul um, Paul Higgins, one of our Eat Nation members. Uh, he actually won the ESF G League, our Guillotine League. Uh, so congratulations to him. Uh, Guillotine League, if you guys don't know what it is, and I think I talked about it before, it is amazing. Uh, first time I played it this year. John, have you played one before? I haven't played one, but next year I will. You you missed out, man. Yeah. This was really fun. 17 teams uh, starting week one, and basically all 17 teams, uh, as long as you're not the, la- the least scoring team of the week, then you stay alive. And you keep staying alive. The worst team gets booted. 
all their players go onto the waiver wire, and then it's fab budget to get all the players that hit the waiver wire. Everybody has the same $200 budget, and you can save it for the very last couple weeks, or you can use it uh, you know, to pick up Gurley week two if you wanted to or whatever. Uh, so just give you an idea, the winning roster, I'm just going to give you the starting lineup here. <laughs> it's nuts. Drew Brees, Antonio Brown, Julio Jones, Saquon Barkley, Alvin Kamara, Travis Kelsey, and Christian McCaffrey has his flex. Uh, on his bench, he had guys like Devontae Adams, Todd Gurley, Jeez. DeAndre Hopkins, and Michael Thomas, and Zach Ertz on his bench. So that's how crazy it gets when there's only two teams left. Everybody's available, you know? So uh, it's it's fun. It's It was fun to watch. I think I made it to like week, I don't know, maybe week 10 or 11 maybe. Um, and I was excited about that. I mean, you know, just we were trying different strategies. The winner, actually, Paul, he kept his budget. He didn't spend money on anybody until like week eight or nine, and most of it, and most of everybody already spent like half their fab. So he can almost get whoever he wanted by that time. So it worked out for him. But they one bad week and he's out. So it's not foolproof strategy. So it was really fun. Uh, John, uh, his I don't know his last name. Uh, but I, John Skakertelli, something like that. Sorry, John, but he came in second. So that was a G League. If you guys haven't played it, uh, hit me up, and uh, maybe I can get you into one next year if you guys are interested. Maybe I'll set up a couple leagues for, for our listeners. Uh, also, I want to congratulate Mello. Uh, he's Mello Vader on Twitter. Um, I don't know. I don't know if Mello is his real name, to be honest with you. Uh, but he's been a he's been a longtime listener. Uh, I think he's actually been in a listener league of ours before, maybe, but uh, he's definitely deservingly uh, the champion for the third annual ESF listener league. So congratulations to Mellow Vader. Uh, maybe we'll talk a little bit more about his strategy and what he did. Maybe even have him on the podcast soon. I'd like to have him on just to talk to him. He's been on our live shows before, um, so we'll have him on too. Uh, last but not least, um, maybe this is going to be a quick hitting episode. I don't know, but. Let's talk a little bit about our dynasty matchup, John. I'll let you kind of take the reins here to kind of start the conversation and uh, tell everybody, maybe give everybody a breakdown of how everything transpired and what happened. Yeah, we we have a 10-team dynasty league with a super deep roster to where you have to start three running backs, three wide receivers, and then three additional flex plays. So there's only 10 teams, and I strongly recommend if you are in an 8 or a 10-team league, you can still make it very competitive by adding just a ridiculous amount of flex spots so there's still depth and every team's not stacked. So anyway, it comes down to Mr. Del DeMott and myself out of all of the ESF, I guess, what do you call us, staff? What do you call us? Sure. Yeah. Uh, sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> team. Um, and so I was the one seed and Dell was the three seed and my team has been pretty much on fire nonstop. Um and what happened was it was looking like I was going to win, but Dell came out just holy cow, man. And so just want to say, like, I conceded. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was down, oh, man, how many points? 50 points, maybe? Maybe more? Maybe. After the early games. Yeah. And yeah. it was just kind of like, you know what? Uh, he had Deshaun Watson, who put up 43. Christian McCaffrey came in, put in 23. Um, Cowboys defense, 17, his tight end, Chris Herndon, 16, and he still had Juju Smith-Schuster. So he's up 50, he's still got Juju, and I had three players left. <laughs> I had Dante Pettis, uh, Josh Reynolds, 
and Antonio Brown. Um, and then if, if you're, I'm a big Niners guy, Dante Pettis goes down. He, uh, MCL sprain like first quarter. So he had three catches for 21 yards. So as soon as he went down, I was like, man, he, it's over. Like whatever little chance I had, you know, that's gone now. And I even texted him. I was like, man, congrats. And you kept saying, man, it's not over. It's not over. I was kind of like pissed off. I was like, man, I should have won this game, (laughs) but Dale put up 197 points and we get down to the wire and basically the only way i can win is if new orleans somehow scores to force overtime and this was after antonio brown had you know 13 catches 170 yards and two touchdowns and somehow it happens it goes to overtime once it's in overtime we are what half a point away from each other i I mean it was (laughs) yeah Okay, yeah, so he, you have Brown, I have Juju Smith-Schuster. We're about a half a point from each other. Um, I, I'm i watching the TV with some family. I'm saying, hey, nobody really knows too much about football. I'm saying, hey, if I, anybody can do anything as long as 84 doesn't get the ball. And, uh, <laughs> and then before you know it, in overtime, throws it to Brown. I don't know, what was it, probably a 25-yard pass? Yeah. Well, it was a pretty long pass. I don't know the exact, but like maybe, let's say 20, 25-yard pass. Uh, to kind of get him in field goal range. I was pissed. I was down by, uh, what was it, a point and a half It was maybe. a point and a half. And right. so then it's just like, all right, I've got it. They're probably going to run it and kick a field goal. That's it. And I win. But yep. no, <laughs> not the Steelers. Um, I mean, yep. everybody saw what happened. But go ahead. Right. I'll allow you right. to tell yep. this part. Because... So down, down about a point and a half, Juju Smith-Schuster catches the ball. I jump up in glory. Saying yes, there it goes. If you're, if anybody's familiar with like old school wrestling, if John was in my living room, I would have given him, you know, the X Pac, the, uh, you know, suck it. I would have been doing that. I would have been dancing around him all while Juju Smith was catching the ball. Uh, Juju Smith Schuster. Uh, within that second, I was up by, uh, let's see, by about two. Won't know. Uh, what was 1. it? 1.3. No, yeah, wait, yeah. 1.8. Yeah, yeah. I was up by 1.8 with that catch. Before Juju Smith-Schuster hit the ground, bam, fumble, I lose two points, and I lose the game by two point two points, two-tenths of a point. 197.15 to 197.35. Yeah. It was probably the worst way I've ever lost. It would have been the greatest way I've ever won uh, either way. Uh, you know, and I said this in the chat. There's a couple people, uh, and I, I'm going to just group all of our ESF writers because – I personally know how much time these guys spend on fantasy football and, and watching football, and especially John. Like, there's certain guys I don't mind losing to. And, and I think I said this in chat. Like, John, Steve, and, and Christian, they live and breathe fantasy football. If I lose to them, it's okay. Like, if I lose to, you know, Cindy in accounting, uh, I'll be a little more mad. She's um, a little bit fact- of a bitch, too. So yeah, that doesn't- yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, you know, losing <laughs> losing to John – it's like uh, I, I probably shouldn't have even been that close to him in the beginning, so I'll I'll take it. Hey, but. there's not like an actual accountant named Cindy that works with us, is there? I was, <laughs> I, I I'm not trying to like call somebody uh, a bitch, but we, yes, we screw that lady. <laughs> <laughs> it was a it was a hell of a game, and the thing was, we even talked afterwards because man, what happens if there's a stat correction? And so now this is something that's interesting because, and this is something people wanted me to uh, ask a couple questions about on Twitter. How do you feel about splitting the pot? Um, 
And so Dell and I are in the championship. Like there are some people that are like, hey, let's just split the prize money. We're both in the championship. And I hate doing that. I do not like doing it. I play fantasy football for the rush. I want the excitement. Yeah. And I've been a part of some big championships where thousands of dollars were on the line. And that's fun. Like, I enjoy it. Yeah. Um, and you and I, we talked afterwards because I'm only up .2 points. And so I said, all right, Dale, how about this? I will move 10%. And I'll leave the dollar figures out in case my wife listens. <laughs> I'll move 10% of my winnings over to you as second place if – a stat correction comes out, we keep the results the way they are. And you turned it down. Why'd you why'd you right. turn that down, man? I was I was real curious. You know, it's at that there's a certain point and it's it's crazy to say because obviously money does make fantasy football interesting. When you're not playing with money, I don't really care. Yeah. Um but at the end of the day, the for me, especially in this league, it's about the bragging rights, it's about the title. Um it's you know, it's about to say, Hey, I won and you know the the money is, was kind of secondary after after all that happened you know it's like you know we're we're not talking tens of thousands of dollars here we're not talking about our mortgage payment you know it's it's a couple you know it's a couple bucks so um yeah it's uh you know it I, 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 I just didn't think it was worth the money. I just I, I, I thought, hey, it's a, it's going to be a fair deal. If I win, I win. If I lose, I lose. There's n there's no gray area. And if I win, I want my name on the trophy. And if I lose, it's not going to be there. Big deal. Do we have a trophy? Um, no, but you know. <laughs> did we have if a trophy? If you won, <laughs> yeah, it's first year. Maybe I would have bought some. <laughs> That's what you should do with your first place winnings. Actually, buy the league a trophy. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> But no, it was a uh, it was fun, and you know, I I uh, I was in another Super Bowl, and we talked about splitting. Um, I was a I was a big underdog heading into um, heading into Sunday. He had I don't remember who he had. He had some big players, I think, on Thursday that did pretty well. Uh, I'm trying to remember. I know he had Derrick Henry and a couple other players, but yeah, I was feeling a little like, ooh, I don't know what's gonna happen. So I was like, do you want to split? And he's like, no. And I said, fuck you. <laughs> and yeah. uh, and then I was up pretty big on Sunday. And he's like, you want to split? And I'm like, nope. <laughs> yeah, you were up like so. that was whenever your team just went nuts, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I was yeah, and I ended up beating the guy by like I don't know, almost doubled or yeah, I, I don't know, it was like seventy to one forty or something like that. So. I feel like you have Deshaun Watson in almost all your leagues. Uh, you know what? He did not let me down week 16. No. Um, so, yes, I, I do like Deshaun Watson a lot. So um, he, he paid off, I guess, at the end. Nobody could be mad at me in week 16 for Deshaun Watson. <laughs> uh, he, he ended all right. I mean, he's the number four quarterback. You drafted him as the number two, probably. Everybody did. Uh, I drafted him as the one. Yeah. So, whatever. Um and he ended up number four, which is, I mean, whatever. I, I don't think anybody had him. What, what, what was his ADP, do you know, heading his, into the season? Um, yes, I do. Um, he was the number three, I believe. Really? Um, hmm. Let's see here. Anyway, give me That's a higher sec. than I thought. I mean, I, I was thinking he was like six or seven behind, uh, like, you know, Rogers, Breeze, Brady, but hey, I guess not. Um, I was really high on Deshaun Watson going. He was into number season. two. He was number wow, two. Really? So, uh, based on Fantasy Pros 2018 results, his average was 2.5 quarterback. Tom Brady was 2.7. Russell Wilson was right behind him. Wow. Um, so Aaron Rodgers was the clear cut one. Sure. Um, and then, like on ESPN, you know, Deshaun Watson came out as the fourth 
on Yahoo CBS third, and then MFL FFC, all these other ones too. That's surprising. So, okay, all right. I liked them. I, I had them pretty high, but yeah. It, it, and having said all those things, um, if we look at the quarterback positions and how they finished, it, they finished terrible. Basically, yep. you needed to wait on quarterback. You know, the top. Let's see here. Four out of the top five quarterbacks were all drafted outside the top ten. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, Ben Roethlisberger, uh, Matt Ryan, and Andrew Luck were all picked outside of the top ten quarterback. Uh, just giving you a little hint. I really, really, really like the Colts next year, and I really like Andrew Luck, and it's going to be really hard to keep him outside of my top three quarterbacks next year. Uh, yeah. He just did so well. That offensive line gelled so well towards in this season, and the defense on top of that came together. It's like that's going to be a good team next year, man. Uh, I, do you have any insight on offseason moves for for the Colts and what they're? They doing? have a lot of money, and if you look at the skill positions outside of T.Y. Hilton, they are trash everywhere. And so the sky is the limit. There's a lot of rumors about Le'Veon Bell. You know, he came out in public. He said, I want to play in Indianapolis. If they get him there, holy cow, that makes sure. his value go up even more. Um, right, right. Uh, he is. And what's crazy is Luck has zero rushing touchdowns this year. Uh, that will come back. I'm telling you it just sure. how he is. They, they kept him super safe, which I loved. But he, he finishes the number five QB. And only missed, you know, he was 20 points out as finishing number two quarterback. So, uh, absolute stud. Yep, yep. So, Marlon Mack, uh, I I gave up some good, uh, I gave him, I gave up some good um, pennies for Marlon Mack this year because uh, I was really high on him going, you know, heading out, you know, heading into week 16, 15, 16. Uh, will that pay off for me next year or he's just going to be who he was this year? No, uh, it it will pay off as long as they don't yeah. bring in Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. Really, that's the only one that can step in and kind of hurt his his opportunity. I think Naheem Hines is going to be a thing. He's not going anywhere. But if you are a believer in Andrew Luck, when they are up and they're not chasing points, then Marlon Mack will be the guy. But in games where they do fall behind, which is going to happen with Luck because sometimes he does get a little turnover prone, um, yeah, th- those games. You, you're. How do you pick those games to start? But Max gonna be a huge value for a while. And in full PPR deep leagues, man, I love Naheem Hines. He's gonna be around for a while. Okay. Last question. We're uh, about a half hour into the show now. Um, I think we're gonna keep this maybe uh, pretty minimal. Depends how long you give this answer for. Uh, heading into next season, and and you could just start off by telling me if it's a stupid question to begin with. Derrick Henry or Dalvin Cook. What what's what are we gonna do with Derrick Henry? Is this like a fool's gold here? I mean, it. it what what is this? I, I don't know where to even start with Derrick Henry, really. But well, a couple things. One, Derrick Henry's finished way past Dalvin Cook this year, um, and people can say, well, yeah, Dalvin Cook missed a lot of games. He played in ten games. He was not great <laughs> in ten games. No. But if you look at the volume that Derrick Henry has had. You know, the the last few weeks, this is where it gets crazy. 17 touches, 33-21. If he is going to be having that, and this offensive line has always been legit, it's taken the offensive coordinator, LaFleur, a while to kind of figure out what the hell to do. Uh, Marcus Mariota took about 20 steps back this year, and their offense is absolutely garbage. But their defense is playing so well, they figured out, look, let's just run the ball and win the game 10-9. 
That's just who we're going to be. So if that is the case, the ceiling, it's got to be in favor of Derrick Henry. I mean, you just look at what he's done, 47 points, 29 points, 16 points uh, just in the last three games. So uh, that ceiling is there. But if you want to talk about floor and who's safer and a guy that you could start with confidence as long as he's healthy, it's going to be Dalvin Cook. Um, Interesting. Okay. But, yeah, you just got to kind of pick where you're going to be. My guess is uh, Dalvin Cook will be going about a full round earlier than Derrick Henry. I could see Cook going in the middle or beginning of the second round in almost all drafts, and I think Derrick Henry will be there a full round later. Cool. Okay. Good. Good to know. All right, um, before we let you go, because I'm going to let John talk for about three minutes to end the show, because I know it's going to be, my next question is going to be probably a three-minute answer. But before we do that, I do want to thank everybody for listening, sticking with us, with us through the season. We've got some cool stuff in the off-season coming up. Um, so just check our feed pretty regularly. We're going to always have our uh, podcast up on our website, so you can always check there to see if you listen to the newest one. We're going to try, in the off-season, we'd like to do one or two a week. Um, that would be that would be the most... Um, that's that's what we're really aiming for there. So um, just keep checking back with us. If you have any questions heading into the league, uh, heading into the off season about dynasty, whatever, hit us up. Uh, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and all that uh, email and all website sleepfantasy dot com. John, uh, to end the episode, tell everybody where we can find you, uh, where we can listen to you. And I know that's a long list there, and um, and uh, your favorite drink. My favorite drink. All right, first off. Um, yeah, you follow me on Twitter is the best way. Also, uh, Twitter at JL underscore Chapman, C-H-A-P-M-A-N, JL underscore Chapman. Um, and kind of what I, I do most, especially in the offseason, how I got started writing was the draft. Uh, ex-football coach, coach football down in Texas for a long time. Uh, adopted a couple kids who are just badass kids, but I wanted to spend more time at home. But I still love football. So um, I watch a lot of film and do a lot of film breakdowns in the offseason for the draft. Um, already got my tickets out to Nashville Hotel. Dale, hopefully you can come out with us. Um, but works. if you are into the draft or any of those things, please head over to Twitter, hit subscribe because uh, all my profiles, I'm breaking those down and it's not just fantasy, it's all positions. I do over 150 draft profiles uh, before the draft with video cutups, uh, coaching notes, all kinds of different stuff on there. And then also I put them up on my YouTube page as well, which is just John Chapman. Um, so, and we'll be putting a lot of stuff up for Eat Sleep Fantasy on there as well. Now, if you want to listen to my own personal podcast, um, that is the 49ers Rush Podcast. And if you're not a 49ers fan, like most people, that's okay. During the offseason, it is 100% draft exclusive. So, um, yeah, so that's called the 49ers Rush Podcast. It is Spotify everywhere. Just 49ers Rush Podcast. Hit subscribe. So, yeah. And then you have the NFL Express thing. Is that, <sighs> yeah. Is that going on? I haven't listened to it lately. Yeah, it's still going on. NFL Express, which is just me and my uh, old college buddy just talking football and hilarious uh, stories from college. It is a lot of fun. And favorite drink is Jameson, man. I am half irish and the other half can go screw itself um are you sure you're I, half irish yeah i did a 23 and me and it uh, said you are half irish i uh, mean i was gonna offer the 23 and me and bet you that you were less than 50 percent irish but i mean i'll take that bet no 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 i like to see people's <laughs> hearts break when they get the 23 and me and realize that they're not really uh you know german that i was only... told my whole life i was uh english and french um from my parents 
and mm-hmm. so it came back 51% Irish. So nice. Northern Isles, mm. whatever that means. <laughs> I think it All means right. I'm an asshole. I think that's what it means. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, it should just said asshole 99.9%. <laughs> that's um, right. The uh, other point one was uh, Genghis Khan. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, I told you guys John's rant would be about three minutes. I think it was. Nice. So I'm, I'm good on that. Uh, John, uh, it's always awesome to have you on. You got, don't forget, uh, subscribe to Eat Sleep Fantasy, ESF and Di- uh, Din- what is it? What is it called? DFS it's and Dynasty. DFS and Dynasty. This is uh, the pod that me, Steve, and Austin do that is just awesome. We go straight Dynasty football in the offseason, so we do DFS. And we're still doing DFS all the way up through the Super Bowl. Most people don't know this. If you are having like your fantasy hangover, head over to our podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's exactly. just DFS and it's Dynasty. You can find it everywhere. And we've got you set up uh we sell lineups we help you out we make a lot of money over on FanDuel and DraftKings. um so that is over there if you want to follow that twitter that is at esfdd um at esfdd yeah we got a lot of stuff going on and man steve and austin work harder than anybody and they put a lot of stuff out there so yep. um lots of options for you guys there all right uh well for john chapman my name is dale thanks again guys stick with us in the off season we appreciate all your support during the season um, if you're just going to shut shut us off for the year, uh, don't forget, just keep us subscribed so you don't forget about us. Love you guys. Talk yeah. Eat, sleep, fantasy. You rocking with the best. NFL fantasy football podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs. Better follow the conversation with Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming Eat Nation. We doing what we like. Tune in every week. Guaranteed we get it hype. Fantasy football enthusiasts. I know you plan to be joining us on eat sleep fantasy yeah eat sleep fantasy Uh eat sleep fantasy